The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. This hour, Allison Royal. She is the reporter who was uh, at a TV station in San Diego and was fired because she refused to get the jab. She's now doing independent journalism. Going to have a lot to say about education in this country, what's really being taught, what's not being taught, why it's being taught. We, we break it down uh, and then some. Really, really good stuff from her at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. But, you know, Alyssa, I got in trouble. I, I forgot this once. And Carrie got in big trouble. Oh, crap. I forgot. How could you forget? <sighs> I know. I just like We only work five out. days in the week. I like How do you forget that it's Tuesday? Lock it out. Because I hate this song. It's Taco Tuesday. The people love this song. Mm. They do. They love it. It's a, it's, a, it's a love is what it is. Is it? It is. Taco. Come on. I've got my tacos, my radio. Taco. You're welcome. That is Carrie, by the way, the naysayer. Hola, get it done. Sam in the house. Taco. Mark Skelton with the amazing song. We always appreciate that. Come on now, let's go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh. Okay. Well, that's not that's not Joseph. that. Oh, not little Miss Whiny went away, huh? Mm-hmm. Little Miss Whiny <laughs> girl, Whiny pants is all done, huh? Uh, it's Taco Tuesday. Yes, it is. How nice I am to you? Why am I even nice to you? <laughs> I don't know. It is a short week this week. I'm not playing that song tomorrow, by the way. Oh, you have to. It's Wednesday. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, but it's my Thursday, so. As it is mine, it today, I guess. yet you need to still play it. Polo, what's happening? Talk to me. Back home. My man. All right, so there you go. That's how we do it. That's how we get it done. Big plans this weekend, Carrie? Uh, no, not really. Mm-mm. Your kids are too old for the Easter bunny and everything, huh? Well, you would think, but um, they usually get something from the Easter bunny. Really? Mm-hmm. They do. Now, let me ask you this. Will that happen forever, do you think? Um, maybe until I get grandkids, probably. Once <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you get grandkids, then or you forget it, about your kids. Maybe it's just like... a mom thing. I don't know. But yeah, the Easter Bunny still comes to visit them. <laughs> um, the Easter Bunny visits our house, and but we've, we've got little kids as well. And, but for some reason, the elder kids all get one, all get something too. Mm-hmm. Easter Bunny really likes my kids. I'm like, oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. And even when kids. I talk to the Easter Bunny about maybe saving the money on that no, for the older kids. No, no, no. He's running. He's like, no, no, no! Don't worry about it. Your money bags. Don't worry oh, about it. Exactly. Just do whatever. Older kids need the cash and chocolate too. Mm. Yeah, Polo. How, how old is the is the child that um, your girlfriend's got a son, right? Right. He's twelve. How old is? Oh, is it, so Easter Bunny still visiting him? Uh, I I don't think so. <laughs> you um, don't know. You just don't know. Well, I he he has he has sisters. You know, oh. so I mean, the Easter Bunny may visit at his dad's house. Oh. So, yeah, several different places the Easter Bunny can go in that situation. I get it. Yeah, and, and Sam, you've got a big Easter coming up, right? Oh yeah, just throwing it oh, out there. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. Carrie. I what? was gonna say the bunny usually leaves me like one of those Reese's peanut butter eggs. I have to. I was have afraid what you were gonna say there, Carrie. <laughs> what? 
some nuggets on the floor? What were you no, thinking, Polo? What's the matter no. with you? <laughs> peanut butter egg, <laughs> people. Leaves me a little something on the way out. No. Okay, a peanut butter egg? What the, what the hell Reese's is a peanut butter? What is wrong Pe- with you? Are you serious? You've a never peanut had, butter egg? You've never had a Reese's peanut butter egg? It's a Reese's peanut butter cup in the shape of an egg. That is so Nebraska. Tell me, you come need to on. get out more. You need to go Never to the grocery store. Oh, come on. Those things grocery have been store, around there for every years. Every other day Everywhere. to get supplies. Those yeah, things have been around for it. years. Sam, have you ever got an Easter egg bunny that had peanut butter in it? Or an Easter well, it's, egg? It's it's an egg, and yes. Hello. Stupid. Oh, it sounds really nice. forever, Joe. Okay, the mm-hmm. only thing that I, when I was a kid, because Easter Bunny is mad at me. We had, a, we had a bit of a tiff, and we haven't talked in a while. Mm. But um, Easter Bunny is not happy with me. But when I was a kid, the only thing I really looked forward to, and maybe it's because I'm not really a big cho- chocolate guy, uh, the, 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 um, uh, the jelly beans. That's it. Give me Ew. some jelly beans. No. Those are and gross. by the way, I would pick the black ones out. The black jelly beans taste like licorice. Forget it. I don't want that black licorice taste. That's no. nasty. Uh-uh. But jelly beans? You kidding me? You don't like the red and the green jelly beans? No, no. I What's cannot believe you? you never even heard of a Reese's peanut butter cup. What is wrong with you that you have I've never heard of cups, not eggs? Eggs. Oh, my goodness. And they have Christmas trees at Christmas time. <laughs> Hello? Yes. That's yeah. stupid. That's dumb. <laughs> it's, it's not stupid. It's not. It really Jelly good. beans rock. Um, I, mm-hmm. I I had on occasion eaten the ears off of a chocolate bunny. Mm. You that has happened, but I've never gone for the whole bunny. I mean, it's too much chocolate. It's way too much chocolate. Chocolate overload. Are you kidding me? Don't, are you the one that like you know eat a twenty pound bag of peanut M and M's? And. Well, and you're saying I don't like chocolate. I never like chocolate. You know, I haven't yeah, had M and M's in like five years. Where have you been? <laughs> Okay. Okay. There's no need to fight about Easter candy. And it's never 20 20 pounds of M&M's either. Why do you always have to exaggerate it? And you got to have one of those Cadbury cream eggs. Oh, those are really good. Okay, seriously. Ew. Those are good. And you break it up and actually it's like a little yellow yolk in it. This is a big holiday because Jesus rises. But... I, I'm not, it's not big for me. I would rather have the eggs and kibasi in the morning. That's what I'm looking forward to, some eggs and kibasi. Eggs and kibasi? You mean kielbasa? That's a tradition. My mom's in the chat room. Do not start. My mom is listening. Don't start. Is that liquor? What? He means kielbasa. Oh, okay. Kielbasa. Oh, you know, you guys say kiel- kielbasa here. It's kibasi. I thought you were saying like kibasi or something. Really? I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, we have kielbasa. eggs and kibasi every, every Easter. We I mean, get you're loaded. Italian. It could happen. Let me get you. Okay, yes. Because kibasi is certainly Italian, not. It's yeah, French. Bippity-boppy. Yes. Uh, Bippity-boppy. Exactly right. See, very racist. Racist! Against my people. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a great weekend. Um, and, and you certainly do get a bunch. Now, I miss when I was a kid. My grandmother on my father's side was still around. She'd make this bread and she'd bake three hard-boiled eggs into it, like into the top of it. Hmm. Interesting. It's delicious, bre- unbelievable bread, huh. by the way. Okay. You guys don't say kibasi? What's the matter with you? No, it's kielbasa. Kielbasa. It is kielbasa, no, I mean, not no, kielbasa. This is... It's kibasi. Ask my mother. Go and argue with her. Go and argue with her right now in the chat room. How dare you? I've been nothing but respectful to your people. Really? Really? Anyway. Mm. All right. So let's get into education. And obviously, I need an education on all the peanut butter things that Reese's makes. So Reese's just basically says, oh, what's today's day? Today's date is student day. Let me make a Reese's peanut butter student. I can't believe you don't know that. I mean, come on. It's dumb. Since Mm. since you're that guy, they do make some that are zero sugar. No, I've had Russell Stover zero sugar, but I haven't had any Reese's that are zero sugar. They have, they have some out there. And by the way, you know what they put in there instead of sugar? Sugar alcohols. 
No. That, that, don't you start. eat a bunch of those. Don't start. Make sure you eat them right next to the bathroom because you're going right in. What? I knew. I knew you were going to go there. Carrie, feel free to have all the sorbitol and maltitol that you want. I'm good. Let me know how that works out. Thank it tastes you. good going in. Okay. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what that no. bird had. Get a good book. Get a good book to read. That's all I'm saying. What? <laughs> I said maybe that's what that bird had that, you know, got Yes, Biden. the bird had that problem with Biden. Uh, all right. Let's talk about education. Um, and we'll have Allison Royal on at the bottom of the hour. Uh, education in this country has become very, very strange. We fund it, we finance it, and for some reason over the past generation, we went from being involved in PTA and PTO and being involved in the school boards and the elections and the meetings and all this to not being really involved at all. And the Department of Education and a lot of educators did not did not balk about that. They were very happy that we became disconnected to it because this gives them the right to just run roughshod over our kids and the education. We have no input in the curriculum. We have no input in what books are being taught. We have no input on who's teaching um, uh, sexual orientation and gender identity in school. And now it turns out, yet another story about not rewarding somebody for being great at school. Meritocracy is not important to schools anymore, and we're hearing more stories like this every day. Carrie, what do you have? From the Blaze, the largest high school in San Diego has cut a number of its honors and advanced placement classes in the name of equity and ridding the stigma students endure if they're in regular classes, the San Diego Union Tribune reported. But parents are angry over the woke move, saying it's not helping any of the students at Patrick Henry High School. Among the axed courses are advanced English, advanced history, and advanced biology, the paper said, citing the school's course listings. What's more, Principal Michelle Irwin has been giving some AP and honors classes the boot without parents' knowledge or input, the Union Tribune added. Irwin made the cuts for equity reasons, the paper said, citing an email she wrote to parents, adding she also wanted to remove the stigma from non-honors courses and eliminate racial disparities in honors enrollment. However, a number of parents aren't having it, particularly... Okay, particularly because such course cuts may hurt their kids' chances of getting into preferred colleges as honors courses boost grade point averages with weighted credits and colleges consider how many advanced courses students have taken, the Union Tribune added. Pamela Brody told the paper she'd enroll her daughter at a private school if the advanced classes are not restored and noting her child is going to be bored to tears without them. Lauren Holtz, a parent of two sophomores, added to the Union Tribune that unilateral decisions to eliminate these classes unfairly disadvantage the students at Patrick Henry because their competition around the nation, not just in California, is having these classes. And they don't do this really for the so-called equity, which is some sort of equality and outcome. They do this because they want their numbers to look better. They want they want it to look like there isn't a disparity between some students and other students. If there is a racial disparity in education in California, don't hide it by changing by getting rid of the name honors or advanced. What you do is you change it by focusing on those children and why they're not doing as well. Unlike the left in this country, unlike Democrats in this country, unlike Joe Biden himself, I believe black kids are just as able to learn as white kids, as Asian kids, as American Indian kids. I believe that they are just as able as everybody else. Joe Biden doesn't think blacks and Hispanics can figure out the internet in rural areas. Joe Biden doesn't think blacks and Hispanics can go and get a, a photo ID to go vote. He doesn't think that they know how to get accountants. These, I'm making it up. He said all these things. So the liberals in California have decided because there aren't enough black faces in these classes, there's a racial disparity there. Let's change the class, get rid of the honors name 
and then suddenly everybody will be equal. Well, guess what? There's, there's still going to be the same disparity in learning. There's still going to be the same disparity in, in how people learn. And if we don't focus on it, feature it, fix it, help people lift themselves up to the advanced and the honors classes, we're actually doing more of a disservice to the, to the, the communities that aren't doing as well. Keep the standards there and make them work for it. This is, let, let's use a sports analogy. In minor league baseball, you've got AAA, AA, A. AAA is the league right before the major leagues. This would be tantamount because the major leagues are the honors class. The major leagues are the advanced class. The major leagues are what you're, you're hoping to accomplish. This would be tantamount to saying no more um, AAA, single A, double A, and no more major leagues. You're all just in the same league. Karen, does that make sense? It does, yes. Yep. My favorite comparisons to make are to sports because people can really see it. This would be like saying you have to allow everybody to play in every league or else you're somehow not equitable. It doesn't make sense. Meritocracy works in sports because it's smart because you want the, the different levels of play to get you to a goal that you're reaching for. Same thing should happen in education. And if you're taking that away, you're dumbing down the entirety of education and you're making kids strive less. And again, maybe this is, at the end of the day, this is still a service of what they're trying to do when it comes to power and control and that we need the government from from cradle to grave to take care of all of our needs. I don't want that. Kids who are reaching for advanced and honors classes don't want that. Kids who aren't in advanced and honors classes who want to be there can get there with extra help or with finding out why they're not learning at the same pace. You don't take away the extra advantage. That's stupid. Your thoughts, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show. Hey, I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for taking your Tuesday. Check out the Joe Pags Show along with Carrie and Polo and Sam. It's Talk Monkey, Joe Pags. Glad to have you here. Go to J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com, JoePags.com. And if you're on social media, uh, I'll tell you the ones that work best for me. Twitter, I've got 110, uh, 111,000 followers. Nobody sees anything I post. It's, it's really still squelched. Although, with the inclusion of Elon Musk, it seems to be getting a little bit better lately. But uh, like we posted something a while ago, two likes, one share, something like that. Uh, the ones that are really working are TikTok. And I know a lot of you don't like TikTok. I do um, also put, I, I mirror, I duplicate those uploads, those videos on other social media too. So if you're on other socials, you'll see them. But on TikTok, it's at Joe Pags. Getter is working very, very well. The engagement's very good there. Got about 170,000 followers there now. It's uh, getter.com, G-E-T-T-R.com, at Joe Talk Show there. On Truth, which isn't working that well, I mean, getting a little bit of engagement for a low number of followers, it's at Joe Pags. Um, Facebook is at Joe Talk Show. Don't get any in, uh, engagement at all. So if you want me to, if you want to see the stuff that I'm posting and really have it sent to you because you decided to follow me, Getter is the best one right now. And, uh, and TikTok is actually getting, we've got 80,000 followers on TikTok in like three months. So it's going very, very well. Although today is a lower uh, numbers day on TikTok. It does work very well. But again, if you don't like it because of the CCP, whatever, go to the other sites and I duplicate those videos there. 
Got to tell you about the Eden Pure um, Proven Oxy technology and these great thunderstorm air purifiers. These things work, they, they work very, very well. They just do. I always know where they are, where they are. And again, my wife would put them in different outlets, you know, different days. I would know where they are even without seeing or hearing them because I could smell that thunderstorm smell, that fresh smell that you get uh, after a thunderstorm. The Provenoxy technology will destroy viruses, odors, mold, and more, freshens your home, gets rid of any odor like litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, a whole lot more. Over 200,000 of these have been sold. And right now, because you listen to my program, you get an incredible deal. By the way, uh, no filters to buy with this unit. Takes up no floor space. You plug it right into the outlet. It's almost silent, great for use in bedrooms, bathrooms, whatever. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGS3, P-A-G-S, the number three. Save $200 right now. So you get a three-pack for about 200 bucks. Shipping is free as well. EdenPureDeals.com is the website. Use the discount code PAGS3 and save $200 right now. All right, equity and edu- I don't even know what that is. Educators are lying about what the word equity even means, and they're using that word to suggest you shouldn't have honors classes and honor roll. I guess the National Honor Society might go away. I mean, if you keep on going on this trend, and you can't have advanced classes. doesn't make any sense. Let me go back to it and say hello and welcome to Brent in Oklahoma City. Brent, what's going on? Hi. Hey, I was going to tag on to what you were saying about uh, the schools doing away with the advanced program. That's horrible for the kids. And, you know, I think what we ought to do is – we need to make a deal where I can be in the NBA because I'm old, fat, and got diabetes. I ought to be equitably be able to play in the NBA like everybody else. Thousand percent, that would be equitable. Carrie, that would be equity, wouldn't it? Let let the old, fat diabetic go and play. Sure, yeah. Why not? I mean, otherwise, you just have to get rid of the NBA. If you don't make it equitable and guarantee the outcome, you have. And by the way, the the left really doesn't believe you're allowed to make the comparisons I'm making to sports. Sports actually shows the goodness of meritocracy. Most people who play college sports will never play pro sports. So they're going to college and learning something that they're very good at, and they can go and have a career in something else. The few, the most talented, those who work the hardest, end up making it. And nobody questions, why do you have the best players playing right now? That would be a ridiculous question to ask somebody in sports. You have the best players playing because you want to win the games. You have the best people taking the honors or advanced classes because you want them to learn even more and then be the winners that end up going to this college or that. And if you want to make it more fair, not even more fair, if you want to make it more accessible to people who aren't making it there, find out why they're not making it there and fix it. Michael, one minute. Come on. Uh, Joe, the inclusiveness of of which they're arguing, and you you have an excellent analysis, uh, the inclusiveness that they're arguing with regard to honors and so on, honors classes, completely contradicts their diversity argument. And, And who is it, as you well pointed out, Joe, that stands up and says this is the way it is when it completely contradicts the what we see in life itself? There, there are people who are more gifted than others. Uh, I find it interesting that the NBA probably supports the inclusiveness, but as the other good gentleman said, uh, why don't they step down and let, a, let an old, uh, fat, short, uh, diabetes guy play uh, basketball? So it's just a lie. As you've said, Joe, well said, it's just a lie. Exactly right, Michael. I appreciate that. Open line now, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Go to the website, sign up for your favorite social media, scroll down to the bottom, click on contact. That'll send an email right to me. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter as well. Okay, make sure you make that happen. Keep it here. Coming back. 
This is the Joe Pegg Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really appreciate you taking the time. Really glad to have back Allison Royal. She is, of course, the former reporter in San Diego on television who was fired because of, it was the COVID stance, right, that you wouldn't get vaccinated? That is true. I was the only on-air person to respectfully decline it. Well, good. I'm glad that you did because um, decline it, you should. We're seeing all the information coming out now. If anybody goes and researches the actual F- uh, FDA information on the Pfizer shot, it's not, it's not fun. You go and read the, the ramifications, and, and this is why we didn't know about this early on. Well, Allison, I'm glad that you're back. You're an independent journalist. You got your blue check mark back on Twitter, which is awesome, Allison Royal TV, so go follow her there. And uh, tell me the difference between working sort of in the machinery of newscasts and got to do a package, you got you to do this live shot, whatever else, to independently reporting and doing real journalism. What's the difference? Well, I miss the rush of, you know, the commercial news world. I really do. And yeah. I miss, I kind of miss like coworkers and camaraderie and that sort of thing. But the real difference is I sleep so much better knowing that I have full control of the product that goes on air, so to speak. I mean, obviously I don't have my own television commercial, but I like that if I am waiting for records to come in, like a story that I'm working on now, I don't need to rush to have something live at five o'clock. I can really take my time and make something proud of something that I'm really proud of yeah. to put out to people. And the other thing that I like is I am not at mercy to advertisers. So that's a big difference. Obviously, the revenue just isn't the same as when you do have these giant big pharma companies paying your, you know, salary and lining your pocketbook. However, I don't know, I'm really happy with it. So far, I've dug up some really incredible stories. And I hope people keep sending me tips because every whistleblower tip, um, it it makes the world a difference. How do people find you? Is it Best to go to Twitter. Do you have a, a website? How are you doing it? So I do have a Twitter, which is Allison Royal TV. That's two L's, A-L-L-I-S-O-N-R-O-Y-A-L-T-V. I also have a getter, which is just Allison Royal. And then I'm really trying to grow my subscriptions on Rumble, which nice. is free to follow, by the way. So if people go to Rumble and they search New School News with Allison Royal, I'll pop right up. It's a blue logo. I went with New School News because I felt like the old school model of news doesn't work for me anymore. I'm sure you relate from your news days. Totally. Um, so, yeah, New School News is what I went with. Well, I appreciate that. Everybody go and follow her everywhere. Now, let's get into the stories that, you, that you've done before, and I know that you're working on, on more to come. Um, but the stories about education that we're hearing nationally have been just fraught with with BS. They're just not true. Um, when you see Disney go nuts about the don't say gay law, which isn't a don't say gay law at all. It's of course, is a parental rights law that says the parents have the right to know if you're going to teach about sexual orientation, which is who you're attracted to and who you want to sleep with, um, and gender ID to four, five, six, seven, and eight-year-olds, that's a problem. They have the right to know this. In fact, don't teach it at all in the classroom. The left is lying about what that is. But the left also says, well, it's not true. It's not happening. Allison, is it happening? Are they teaching this kind of stuff in school or not? I think it's not just schools, but yes, of course, this stuff is being taught and parents do have a right to know. I think the big hang up with the Florida bill is that I actually had a family member who I was talking to a couple weeks ago and she said, oh, did you hear about the don't say gay bill? And I go, oh, that's not the real name of the bill. And she goes, she isn't. I just heard about it on the news. Wow. And I go, well... Um, Before you decide whether you're going to be for or against a bill, I think you should read it, first of all, not just 
see headlines about it and share an article that you didn't even read. But you should read the full text of the bill. It takes less than 10 minutes for a lot of bills. And the Florida Parental Rights Bill only takes about 10 minutes to read. And you can really get into the nitty gritty of what it's about. And it is just talking about sexual sexual education for kindergartners through third graders. And that sexual education is inappropriate for that age group, which I think a lot of parents are not aware of. They think it's a bill saying that, like, if you say the word gay, you're going to be doc kicked out of the state of florida which right. is in fact not true of course um, but yes this stuff is being taught i published a story recently an independent report um i won't get into the nitty-gritty details of it just in case kids are listening which is kind of ironic actually right but it talks all about some uh it's it's talking about some of the things that doctors nurse practitioners and some school districts are teaching children that kind of involve food and sex together and they're teaching children about this as young as 11 years old. Well, I don't want to get you. Thank you for not using the terminology, but I'll say self gratification. Um, <laughs> we're using food. And how old are these kids? Uh, as young as 11 years old is what I uncovered. And I also looked into the tax returns for some of these organizations. They are getting over $300,000 in government grant money to do this work. They're spending $19,000 a year lobbying California lawmakers. Um, so I have. All of the information in this report, which is on my Rumble channel, and people can find it if they want to learn more about this, but several different organizations, doctors, and school districts in California are teaching children about sex with food items. And uh, I think parents should, at the very least, be cognizant of it because, I mean, I talked to my parents about it. I mean, I didn't learn that when I was in school at right. any age. And how old are you now? Uh, I'm 26. All right, um, so I'm 55. So when I went to school, uh, when I was 12 in seventh grade, I remember we had sex ed. This was a pretty new thing for us. And sex ed wasn't really sex ed. What it was was answering the, li- the, the, the lifelong and the ages old question, where do babies come from? Mm-hmm. This is really what it was about. And at 12 years old, you know, when girls start going through their, their change and get their cycle and when boys start growing hair in different places and our voices drop, um, it, it's time to talk about, you know, where do we come from? Parents a lot of times aren't comfortable with talking about it, even though I, I had that conversation with a couple of my daughters. Um, so doing it in school made sense. This is what, what males have. This is what females have. This is what eggs are. This is what sperm is. This is so on. And, and it was very educational. And we don't, we giggle a little bit and laugh a little bit. And you saw the, you know, you saw the chart that showed what uh, the reproductive system looked like on a man compared, compared to a woman. But it was never who you were attracted to. It was never how do you feel when you see that person. It was never, hey, this is your assigned gender, but you might really feel like a different gender. Do we know when this switch happened? It was very biological and very fact-based when I was in school. Was it that way for you? You're a lot younger. Was it the same way for you? Well, that's funny you mentioned it because I was thinking about that. The earliest memory that I have is in fourth grade in when your science teacher, I remember I was still in elementary school at the time, and they talked to everybody about like body odor, you know, and after PE and why, you know, as you're getting older, maybe you should think about putting on deodorant. And they right. started teaching about menstrual cycles for, you know, some of the girls that got it earlier than others and how in the nurse's office they had pads, tampons, that sort of thing. And I remember watching the Ryan White documentary all about AIDS, which I felt like was age appropriate for the right. time. And then, you know, as you get older, you learn about some of the things that you talked about. I'm not saying that sex education isn't important because it is important. I mean, HIV people should know about that. But do we need to teach certain topics to kids that are in kindergarten? I don't think so. I think that 
there is a time and a place. And I don't know when this switch happened, but I'm actually working on a story right now about sexual education controversy over in New Jersey and how in September a new curriculum is set to go into place that's going to talk about certain topics like gender identity with first and second graders. There's a lot of different reaction to it. I spoke to a state senator all about it who objects to it and some of the organizations who make these digital sex education toolkits that the state has developed some sort of partnership with trying to get into the nitty gritty of where the money comes from right now, actually. But this is something that's happening all over. Um, And, you know, you can find online now that this isn't just happening in L.A., San Francisco, New York City. This is happening in rural Iowa. This is happening all over the country. So whether you're for it or whether you're against it, if you're a parent, you need to be aware of what your child is learning, whether it's school, whether it's from their doctor, if it's a closed door visit, because you don't know what sort of influences and what sort of information and who's financing that information is coming to your kid. Allison Royal is her name, A-L-L-I-S-O-N, Royal, as it's normally spelled, Allison Royal TV over on Twitter. And how do they find you on Rumble again? What's the Rumble channel? I'd say the easiest thing to do because the URL is just a bunch of characters yeah. and letters. I don't know if there's a way to change it, but just search New School News Allison Royal, or if you just search Allison Royal, I'm you know one of the top results too. You'll see some of my stories. But um, even if you're not a parent, if you're a grandparent, I think you can benefit about learning about this and taking a closer look at what's going on in your state. And again, it might not even be the Department of Education in your state where this is coming from. <coughs> this could be your kid's doctor telling you these things. Uh, and Allison, you're doing a great job uncovering it. Um, when it comes to to these topics, I don't know when this started, but clearly it started without parents knowing. And now we're saying we have to protect these young children. You had some idiot. I think it was the idiot was Pete Buttigieg, as a matter of fact, on the View the other day, agreeing with uh, with Anna Witzerface, who was one of the View hosts, that that this is going to end up killing some children if you can't talk to them between the ages of four and eight in Florida about sexual orientation. It's Allison Royal TV over on Twitter. Allison Royal, independent journalist, doing a great job out there. Now, Allison, I'm not as smart as you are. You enjoy telling me that all the time. You text me that, in fact. Um, but I thought that sexual orientation is, and I want you to correct me if I get this wrong, sexual orientation is who you're attracted to and therefore who you'd like to have sex with. Um, I'm not sure why we're teaching people between four and eight years old about that. When I was four, I was jumping up and down in mud puddles. I wasn't thinking about who I wanted to get with. Do I have the definition right? You do have the definition of sexual orientation, right? And I don't think it's the kids that are having these thoughts initially. I think it is parents. I think it's external forces that are having these conversations with them because a typical four-year-old doesn't sit around and wonder, oh my gosh, what's my gender identity? What's my intersectional identity that I need to cognizantly think about? Right. That's just not how it works. So these are teachers that are maybe living vicariously through children. It's maybe media influences. It's, It's all around. So I'm seeing some of these libs on TikTok who have, again, outed themselves as, of course, we want to teach uh, gay or straight. We want to teach, you know, the 18 different or 56 different genders that they that they have out there. But again, a, a child should not have to deal with this when they go to the authority in school and the authority says, hey, don't worry, Bobby, you can be a girl if you want to. It's not. See, here's my problem. There, there's a problem with teaching it at all because it's not bio, biological. We should teach biology. But let's say they want to teach it. My problem is telling people who aren't confused that maybe you should be and you could change your identity anytime you want. Now, if a child comes up and says, listen, I know that I'm a male, but I feel like I might be a female. Now you take that to the next level, get counseling, talk to the parents, find out what's going on with the child. But what they're doing, Allison, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, they're literally bringing up the topic when there's no reason to. 
I, I completely agree with you. Again, I don't have five kids like you do, yeah. but I, I completely agree with you based on my experience in reporting and just as a person, there is a level of institutionalized gendering of children and it is coming from so many different directions and there's all this financial pressure for schools and other organizations to be doing it. You brought up that Libs of TikTok account. I have not gone through and independently verified like every single thing that they post, but I know that some of them at least are true. And it is a very sobering experience when you scroll through and see what people are posting. I think the majority of teachers are good people. Agreed. There are a couple bad apples, but those bad apples take away from the fact that we have great teachers and they are taking the job and taking the spot of somebody who could be a phenomenal teacher and really educate our kids. I couldn't agree more. Allison Royal TV is her handle over on Twitter. Allison has two L's in it. No Y's or anything like that. A-L-L-I-S-O-N. Also go search her out on Rumble. So uh, as you're finding out about this and as you're journalistically going through, you don't have a bias. You're just telling the truth. Have you learned from anybody that you've spoken with or any of the research that you've done why they want to do this? Okay, they want to do it. Teach sexual orientation and gender ID. I disagree. The vast majority of Americans disagree that it should be taught. But there has to be a reason why they're doing it. Is it as simple as what you said a minute ago, that they're trying to live vicariously through the kids? Or is there something else going on? That is one of my theories. I think uh, here's the other thing, too. And um, this isn't like exclusive to independent journalism. I'm sure when you worked in corporate news, you saw this. And I'm sure other reporters who work for more mainstream media outlets would agree with this. We have all covered stories you know, you get a press release or you go to a press conference about somebody who's been arrested for sexual battery or molesting children or some really serious felony. Right. And then you find out, oh, they're the janitor at the local school. Oh, they're this. Oh, they're that. I'm not saying every teacher or anyone who works in a school setting is a bad person. I think the majority are good people. However, if you are a bad person and you want to hurt children, of course, you're going to seek out a job in a school setting that puts you closer to children. And most people who work in nursing homes are probably very fine people. But if you are a person who's interested in abusing elder people, you probably are going to seek out some kind of job in some capacity in a nursing home setting where you have access to those older, vulnerable people who don't have people looking out for them. So that's why we need to really screen these teachers, because, again, um, I think the biggest argument against this and the whole, you know, people calling people groomers thing that we've heard, especially the last couple of weeks with the whole Disney scandal. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, you know, that's homophobic. You're calling all gay people groomers. You're calling all teachers groomers. Nobody's doing no, that. not at all. But if I were a teacher and I found out that one of my colleagues was doing this or someone else in the school system is doing this, whether they're a counselor, a custodial worker, whatever. I would think that they are reflecting poorly on the profession and I would want them out. I wouldn't be backing them up. This isn't a loyalty tribe where you need to back these people up. No, these are the people who are not suited to be teachers or not suited to be around these vulnerable populations. I mean, our young kids and our older people are the most vulnerable people and we need to do everything we can to support them. And again, if a student comes with a problem, yeah, help them. But we don't need to push age-inappropriate content onto children. That's okay. my two cents. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and what's interesting is there are studies, many of them, that say that pedophiles and sexual assaulters do, in fact, when they get out, that they, they're, they're recidivists, and they always seek out where their potential victims would be. That's what they do. So what you said is factually true. When does that story about New Jersey come out? Where can people find it? 
So um, I'm hoping to have it out Wednesday or Thursday, ideally. Easiest thing to do is subscribe to my Rumble channel. It's New School News with Allison Royal. If you go to rumble.com and search Allison Royal, it'll pop right up. There's a green button in the right-hand corner that hits subscribe, and it would mean the absolute world to me. Okay, I hope that people will go and do that. You're doing great journalism. Thank God uh, that you are. I love having you on. It's Allison Royal TV over on Twitter, and go seek her out on Rumble as well. Allison, thanks a million. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, we certainly will. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Appreciate you being here. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We always enjoy having Allison Royal on. Again, she was a television news reporter at a San Diego television station, got fired because she refused to take the jab. And you should have the right to give informed consent. And if you say no to an experimental drug, which is what these shots are, then you should be allowed to say no. So I appreciate her being out there. But what I'm finding is you're getting more independent journalists out there. Ivory Hecker, Laura Logan, Allison Royal. These are people... Cheryl Atkinson. These are people who are breaking the mold. Tracy Beans, John Solomon, Sarah Carter. You've got people who are doing real journalism. And not because they have this appearance of being right-leaning. They're not right-leaning necessarily. It's because they're out there doing real journalism, and I really appreciate that. All right, let me tell you about the, the Eden Pure um, Thunderstorm. Eden Pure Thunderstorm is a great unit. If you, do, if you haven't gone and, and taken a look at this yet, go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. You go there, and you can save a bunch of money right now. Now, this is uh, they're made with proven oxy technology. Destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. Everybody across the nation has heard about this now, and a lot of people are starting to buy them, too. They're raving about it. Freshens their homes. Musty, mildewy smells just vanish after just a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. Over 200,000 have been sold. You know that it must work. Any odor is going to disappear when you use the thunderstorm, and it's going to leave a smell like a thunderstorm came through, which is a great smell. Right now, you can save 200 bucks on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the whole home. You're going to get um, three units for under $200. It's a fraction of the cost compared to the other air purifiers that can go for over $600. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGS3, P-A-G-S-3, to save $200. Shipping is free as well. EdenPureDeals.com, use my discount code P-A-G-S, the number three. Save 200 bucks right now. Pop culture. Pop. Dirty pop. Hi, Polo, make it happen. What's going on? So did you see what your girl, uh, Rachel Maddow, said? What did my girl say now? Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, I guess she had taken some time off at the beginning of the year. I and, thought she was done, yeah. And and now she's back. And now she's saying that beginning in May, she's only going to be doing her show on Monday nights. And that, well, How I did guess, she get away with that? Well, she's saying that she's just going to uh, try and save time to do some more stuff for MSNBC and NBC. Allegedly. Huh. All right. There you go. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.